Hello everybody, I am back. I have not been here for like five months, so it's been a long time. Just to let you know, I'm here with one of the fabulous girls. I say that because she reminds me of me. She's fabulous, she's an entrepreneur, she's got her mindset, she's got her businesses, and she's got a loving husband, which we care for so much. And she's got a heart of gold. So much, I even let my son call her auntie. That's how much I love her. So I just want to let you know that her name is Sally, and I would like for you, Sally, to tell everyone about you, please. Thank you. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Oh, That's really nice. And yeah, Auntie Sally to my favourite, <laughs> favourite adoptive nieces and nephews. <laughs> so so I'm Sally. I live in Northampton. Um, I run my own business as a consultant finance director. Um, but I also work with a lot of social enterprises, not-for-profits, charities. Um, I've got a couple of non-exec director roles. I do a voluntary role for the Federation of Small Businesses as an area leader. So I represent the interests of those micro businesses, small businesses, self-employed people who need a voice, whether that's with government, whether that's with councils, policymakers, anybody. So just bringing that community of small businesses together. Um, I'm also an enterprise advisor for a local school, so helping raise aspirations for young people, people who might not have had the greatest start in life, who might not be connected, helping get them so that they've got the same aspirations as people who walk through life with a sense of entitlement. So, yeah, it's great to be here and thank you for inviting me to join you. Guys, she does a lot. (laughs) that's all before breakfast that's all before breakfast i eat a big breakfast every day and now you know why (laughs) this is what the energy i'm talking about guys this woman does not rest and she is bubbly with it today i'm going to swap mindset because i always talk about sen and how parents deal with sen children so today we're going to do something about mental health and about how you should feel and how one should feel if they know someone's going through the same situation as them. Um, I, I was watching a film or like a podcast of 50 Cent and I was saying to Sally about it. Um, he was saying it's a luxury to be depressed. So what do you think to that, Sally? I found that a really challenging statement. I mean, I don't think anybody who's... And personally, I I haven't experienced depression myself, but I know a lot of people who've been through it. And I actually think it's quite offensive to describe having depression as a luxury. And I think maybe it's, it's saying that to put your life on hold because of depression might be a luxury, because actually a lot of people with depression have to carry on. They have to work. They have to look after their families. But that doesn't make it's not a choice is it to have depression if you're depressed you're depressed yeah and it might be a choice to seek help but actually having depression isn't something you can flick on and off with a switch no it's not and depending on what kind of depression is talking about i get what he means like you know some people are in the ghetto and they have to go to work and look after their children Mm. and that so even though they're depressed they still got to get up but there's some people that's so depressed that all they think about is suicide. Mm. So there's different kinds of depression. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You've you got to get up. I get it. There's times you don't want to get up. Yeah. But you got to. But I think if you're in that situation where you are seriously contemplating ending your own life, 
that's not a luxury. That's the absolute opposite of luxury, isn't it? That is like the worst situation you can be in. Mm, mm. I don't think he really justified what he meant because I know he's had a rough life. You know, he's got mm. shot, rah, rah, rah. But everyone's mindset's different. Some people that I might find really hard to deal with, some people might find it easy mm, through exactly. the troubles and the tribulations they've had in life. But yeah, I know a lot of people that's had depressions to the extent of they don't even want to live for their kids. Mm. They don't even care for their kids. Yeah, and that is, if you're at that stage, that is such a low point. And to judge somebody who is in that low point, that is the last thing they need. They don't need judgment. They need help. They need support. They need love. They need people to help, help Mm. them get through it rather than people to judge them and say that, Oh, it's a luxury. It's okay for you because it's, it's just a horrible position to be in, isn't it? Considering how many people he's got listening, that is very yeah. scary to hear that. I feel like there's a lot of younger people now who's got anxiety. Mm. Is that the taboo or is that because we're learning more about it? I don't know. I think people people definitely talk about things a lot more than they used to do. Mm. And I think, you know, certainly when I was growing up, children who showed symptoms of anxiety or struggles would normally be just considered to be naughty Mm. and punished Mm. for being naughty Mm. so I think the fact that we recognize it is really important I do think and I hate to use the c word but I do think the last couple of years and covid has had a huge impact on kids and young people's mental health because they were they lost so many opportunities to interact and to grow up as normal and just to lead carefree lives. They suddenly had this weight of responsibility and this this cloud of fear hanging over them. Yeah. And I think it's it's really damaged a lot of young people in ways that I think we'll see for... We won't see the full extent of it for another 10, 20 years, I don't think, till they're all grown up. Do you know what's scary? Certain parts of China, they're going through the whole COVID again. They are. And when I think about that experience and if we had to go through that again, even though it's only a couple of years ago, it feels like a weird fever dream, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like it didn't. Did that actually really happen? It does, does doesn't it? Yeah. Like a did scary really dream. Have, yeah. yeah. Did we really have to stay in our houses for everything? We could go out once for an hour a day at the beginning. Mm. Were people really standing on their doorsteps banging pans with wooden spoons? Did all that happen? It's just surreal, isn't it? But to think that in another part of the world, people are going through that again is... It's really sad, isn't it? Really Some scary. people think that the higher elites are doing it for control. Because don't forget, while we were stuck in, a lot of the MPs were here, there, out gallivanting, mm. doing what they wanted to do and not getting seen mm. for a lot of things. I don't think it's control. I think there's a level of arrogance there that the rules that apply to everybody else don't apply to me. I hated it, but I complied as much as probably most people did because I thought I'm doing this for the greater good Mm. but when you hear about people in high places disregarding the rules Mm. when other people were you know not being able to you know grieve their relatives properly or Mm. celebrate big life events like weddings or you know just meet other people for their own for their own mental health and their own sanity it just makes you think that there's a a perception there that some people are allowed to live their lives in a different way and mm. an arrogance there mm. that I find really quite shocking mm. I don't know if I should be surprised on it but I found it really true. sad and really disappointing true 
I think, yeah, I find this one because there was one given the issues of, you know, you can do an hour of fitness a day. I think mm. I even took up running because I thought, wow, I'm going to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great way to actually yeah. get out and you know, get I'll out. I'll see somebody, I'll cross the road so I don't have to breathe my, uh, yeah. breathe my running germs yeah. all over them. Yeah. But, yeah. If anyone coughing, you'd move all the way to the side of the building. Exactly. Now, if you've got it, you'd still go into work, can't you, if you've yeah. got COVID now? Yeah. Got to yeah. get on with it. I know, I know. It's weird, isn't it? It just shows, but I think coming back to to mental health i think that's affected a lot of adults who were maybe keeping their sort of anxiety depression or the mental health in um, issues who were keeping those keeping a lid on it keeping it under control i think that just spiraled for a lot of people and i think it's probably created issues for yeah. young people and also with with confidence you see certain young people who missed out on those two years of interaction who are very introverted and more introverted than they would be and struggle to make those social connections because they've missed out on, you know, a couple of years of mm. normal schooling and normal social interaction. Mm. But I feel like in the plus, there've been a lot of more self-development, a yeah. lot of more businesses opened. Absolutely. In that time of COVID, yeah. everyone's for I think well. a lot of people have re-evaluated their priorities in life and... Yeah. I think a lot of people realise now that money isn't the be-all and end-all of everything. Mm. Yeah, of course, it's uh, it's easy to say that when you've got enough money to pay all the bills and when you don't have to worry about it. But having enough is enough. Mm. And actually having satisfaction in your life is is really important. And that's, I mean, that's something I can relate to because I, I left full-time employment in early 2019. So I'd been full-time employed for best part of 30 years and decided I was going to have a bit of a break and eventually planned to start working again in about March 2020 which uh, was quite interesting setting up a business and starting working right at the beginning of of a pandemic but it also made me reevaluate my priorities and realise that I could dedicate time to helping people with a social purpose, people like yourself, social enterprise owners, um, charities, other people. And actually, I gain so much satisfaction from doing that. Mm. I really enjoy it. Mm. It gives my life a lot more purpose than just earning money. Well, there you go, guys. And I feel like as well, a lot of people that have worked a long time Mm. and they got laid off, they felt like, oh my gosh, I've gave you all my time. Yeah. And you furloughed me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that kind of made people think, well, that's how much I actually mean to this company. Yeah. Let me do something to myself or I could do this myself. Yeah. And I think people have realised there has to be more to life than just the daily yeah. grind, doesn't yeah. there? Got to yeah. be more to life than just nine to five, work, 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 work. Yeah, absolutely. Because life's too short. The so matter of deaths that happened in COVID yeah. as well was unreal. I lost my mother mm-hmm. through COVID. So, it, you know, it's... It's yeah, it's tough, and I think, I think what I've really realised is you get one shot at this, mm. you've got to make it count. It's not a rehearsal. Guys. It's not a rehearsal. People forget that, you know. Yeah. People yeah. think they're going to live forever. They're not. They're not. <laughs> Even I'm not going to live forever. <laughs> I haven't found the I haven't found the fountain of eternal youth yet. If I do, I'll tell you where it is, and you I'll save you good. some. Oh, you, look good. you don't need any fountain of youth, my lovely. She's doing okay. But what I want to speak about as well is 
How do you bounce from resiliency? Because obviously you're in a, like you said, a corporate job mm. and now you've got your own establishment. How did you do that? How did you do that? It's harder than people think because mm. I think there's a view when people set up a business, if they've got a set of skills that they've used for an employer and like you say, they think, well, I could do this myself. What a lot of people don't realise is when you set up a business and it's just you, you've got to be everything. You've got to be your own marketing manager. You've got to be your own finance manager. You've got to do the whole lot. So your skill set might be in um, IT, but you've got to know how to do all the other stuff Mm. as well. And Mm. that comes as a bit of a shock to people. And when when you run a business on your own and you don't have colleagues, that can be quite a lonely place Mm. to be as well. Mm. So I think finding yourself some some allies some business buddies some people that you can actually have human interaction with and bounce ideas off is really really important i think resilience is so hard it is because that alone can mash up your brain if you're not on if you're consistently getting no's it starts to take a toll out on you and then you start questioning yourself absolutely so how do you deal with that i think for me i've I surround myself with people who I know have got my back. I think I it's so important to have people who you can meet up. Before we came here, we met up and had coffee and cake together. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, we spend half that time bigging each other up. That's Not just, a, oh, you're great. No, you're greater. But just thinking about what can we do together yeah, to do. make ourselves stronger together. We do. And that's so important and if you surround yourself and find some some good people who want to support you that you can support back I think that is so valuable and it's made a big difference to me and actually putting time in my diary to have social interaction with people from the business world or from the sort of um, social value sector really helps me just you know, having those conversations rather than sitting at a desk on my own all day just in my own little bubble that's not healthy is it no but I do like to be in my bubble guys <laughs> <laughs> I love to be in my bubble and I love the people that were with it's like I said to Sally she is I'm gonna blow her trumpet again because I have to <laughs> she is an amazing woman that she always sees the best in everybody even herself, but the best in everybody. And sometimes we just have to put the flag up for Sally because Sally, oh, you are. Thank you. you. You're the you're the you're the girl. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we do. We big each other up. We don't stab each other in the back. No. What you get is what you see, and we're very authentic with it as well. Yeah. So and that's hard to come by. We don't need to put ourselves on social media for likes. We like ourselves enough. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it is really important to have people in your life who lift you up. Who yeah. you lift. It's a mutual thing, isn't it? If you lift yeah. each other up, that's an amazing thing. But Sally, some people ain't got that. They have no, to be their self, their cheerleader, their, yeah. their, you know, and you have to respect that as well. You do, you do. And it's difficult. And, you know, it's taken me a long time to get to that place. You know, I'm in my mm. 50s and it's taken me a long time to gain that knowledge and that confidence and that understanding that you can't do all this stuff on your own and you know as you say doing things for likes it's not always authentic is it you want people who genuinely like you not social media like you You want people who you know you can talk to you can confide in if you need to that's uh that's worth much more than you know 100 likes on facebook or instagram isn't it it is well for me it is i don't have to put 
pictures up for people to to for me to feel loved. I love myself enough for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, that is that's a hard thing to actually be able to say out out loud. I've say I'll say to people, I really like myself, and I do. I like the person that I am. Would I have said that 10 years ago, 20 years ago? I'd have probably been mortified to say that mm. or to think what a what an egotistical, big-headed thing. But True. if you don't like yourself... How can you love anybody else? How can you love anyone else? And how can you expect anyone else to like there you? There you go. That's it. You've yeah. got to be able to acknowledge that to give it out. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to be perfect. It doesn't no. mean you have to be good at everything. It's, accepting who, who you, you are. are you could be bad the ugly yeah. we're you all know? multifaceted we've all got different aspects to oh. our personalities and gosh our lives. i love me do you know why because it took nine months to make me <laughs> <laughs> it's taken 53 years to make me and i'm still a work in progress <laughs> we are all work in progress but at the same time we have to each show each other love love is the highest vibration we can show each other yeah and like we were saying today happy what was it happy peace Happy, peace and plenty. Thank you, Mark and Jules. Yes. So <laughs> happiness to to be content in your life. It doesn't mean that everything has to be perfect. Mm. Having peace. Aisha and I talk a lot about no drama. Mm. I'm done with drama. Dramas, unless it's in a theatre, I don't want to yeah, know. Or on Netflix, I don't want to know about I don't want to know, about, wanna know about it. Yeah, don't bring yeah. my name involved in stuff that has not no reason to be in there. Yeah. So And plenty doesn't mean having a big mountain of gold in the corner or whatever it is. It just means having enough that you are secure, comfortable, you've got somewhere to live, you can you know where your next meal's coming from, you've maybe got a little bit in the bank for a rainy day, but it doesn't mean being a millionaire or anything like that. It just means having enough enough mm. is what you need yeah this <laughs> is a millionaire i want to be a millionaire <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong if somebody came with a big bag of cash and said you want this money mind you the accountant in me would probably go um can i see where this money's coming is there an audit trail what about hmrc but <laughs> but seriously i mean if somebody wanted to pay me a million pounds i probably wouldn't say no but that's you know, it still doesn't make you happy does it no doesn't make because you happy. If you, fundamentally if you're not a happy person and you don't like yourself all the money in the world isn't going to change no it's that. not if you're a happy person and suddenly you don't have enough money to keep a roof over your head then that's a very different so not having something rather than having too much of something is a very different situation gratitude isn't it? is very good yes, yes exactly very true very very true so what I was going to move on as well as say to you as well, Sally, if you don't mind me um, talking about this, is how do you feel about, I don't know, I can't really say about the school education, but how do you feel about young children who have got mental health or want to change sex at like six or seven years old? Do you feel like it's just a practice or a thing that they want to just get out of their system? Or I think, I think, we all struggle with who we are and our, our identity when we're growing up. It's, mm. it's, a, it's a big thing. None of us really know who we are. And probably four-year-old Sally, 10-year-old Sally, you know, 20-year-old Sally will be three different people. But I think rather than trying to fix people down at any age, it's just saying, okay, I don't think we should try and put people in boxes too early. I think mm. just let them be kids. Let them be kids. Let them have fun. Let them 
experiment, let them play. But I don't think put people in boxes that's such a Yeah, age. I think you're right. I think it is a bit crazy because kids change all yeah. the time what they want to do, who they want to yeah. be, and things change. Of course they do. Of course they do. And, you know, when you're that age, your best friend changes. Yeah. What your favourite thing yeah. in your life, your favourite colour changes, your favourite yeah. TV programme changes, <coughs> what colour you want, your bedroom wall changes, everything. And I think just go with the flow and be a kid when you're a kid and be an adult when you're an adult. There's plenty of time to grow up, isn't there? Right. I'm going to go back on something as well with social media and the mental health on mm. that. What do you feel... Do you feel like it's a good thing, social media, with the Instagram, the Facebook, and do you think I'm pretty enough world and I need some likes that Mm. I feel established? What do you feel to that? I think, I do think that has probably, whether it's the cause or not of a lot of people's mental health issues, but I think it can fuel them. It can fuel a lack of confidence. So... I think what people tend to do when they see things on social media is they take it at face value. So they see people portraying this impossibly perfect life Mm. or they see people looking impossibly beautiful. Actually, there's so much that's about camera angles and lighting Mm. and filters. And catfish. Catfish, (laughs) yeah. But there's also, you know, we were talking about people, people my age, they portray that they're having that they've got an amazing family life Mm. so they'll have pictures of the family together what you don't realize is once that camera's once that phone's been put down that camera's been switched off that nobody speaks to each other in that house (laughs) or we've all seen it on a night out where somebody's posting on social media living my best life out with my friends they're sitting in the corner on social media while everybody else is talking and they're just doing it for the pictures and the posts and they're not actually living in the moment so I think with some people it probably fuels their insecurity fuels their desire to compare themselves and probably just makes them feel quite bad about themselves mm. I've my confession is I don't if you count LinkedIn as social media I do LinkedIn we do but that's it but that's it but I keep that I keep that fairly business I don't really you know I bring I bring my personality into it but I don't talk about a lot of because I like to keep my private life and my uh my public life quite separate yeah I like that I think yeah. it is nice to have I you know like you said to me before because I used to say to you I don't know if I want to mm. put this up that up yeah and now I've started putting up and I'm getting recognition yeah so I was like sugar all this time I was holding back yeah but that's on the right platform like LinkedIn. it's on the right platform and I think it's choosing to do it in a way that you're comfortable with yeah it's really important not doing it because you feel you've got to compete with anybody else yeah but being proud of what you've achieved yeah. so Aisha is going to be incredibly modest but she I know she posted about the fact that she won an award before Christmas <laughs> Did I did? She did, and it was super exciting to see her. You know, getting an award from the mayor of Northampton. So did you, Sam? So did you, so Sam? So did you? But we're talking. We're blowing your <laughs> trumpet right now. She's posted about the fact that she learned how to code and created an app, which is Aww. flipping awesome. Thank you. And Actually, it's recognising your own achievements and... I find that quite difficult. ...owning them and being proud of it. And Yeah, I do as well. I'm, I'm naturally quite a modest person. Yeah. And I find it quite difficult. I find it easier to talk about other people. Same as me, like yeah. you. I'm like, Wah! Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we all need cheerleaders. But yeah, yeah back to social media, it's... I like... I prefer and this is me and it's probably a slightly an age thing as well but i would rather choose who i tell things yeah 
Yeah. Choose the people I yeah. tell things and what I tell them and share things. So I might send you a picture on WhatsApp of me doing something or tell you about, let me tell you about this. It's exciting, but that's because I've chosen to, but I'm not putting it out there for the whole world to see. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't necessarily want the whole world to know. That's very true. Not everyone's yeah. going to be happy for you either. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? You want good energy. You don't want crap energy. Absolutely. At the end of the day, and that's so, how I feel as yeah, well. Yeah, so I choose who I share things with and who I don't. And, and that suits me. But everybody's different. And yeah, some people that. have a very healthy relationship with social media and yeah. they make it work for them. And yeah. for them, it's a good way of keeping it. Some people use it as their main way of keeping in touch with their friends and family. Yeah. And I respect that. You know, yeah. everybody is different. And I think yeah. it's just understanding that what works for me, what works for you, and what works for somebody else are going to be very very different true, things true i think a lot of people put put social media on just because they've had their hair done or they look yeah. they want that kind of they're feeling insecure and they need the lights and make them yeah. feel nice you know but you have to learn to like yourself yeah because yeah. you'll be putting pictures up to the end of time exactly <laughs> exactly and then the danger is you you post a picture of your new hairdo or your new nails or whatever and then you find yourself nitpicking over them oh my hands look a bit wrinkly yeah. oh oh look i need more a, filter yeah i need more filter <laughs> i need to look even less like me than yeah. i normally did yeah. and i found that there are some people you see pictures of them online and then you meet the real person. Oh my gosh, you walk past them. You walk past them because it doesn't look like them. And at least any pictures of me that go out there, it looks like me. Warts and all, as the saying goes. Well, I haven't got warts yet, but... Yeah, I've seen some pictures and you think, oh my gosh, in real life, you're like, you like, where did yeah. that go? Oh, wait, oh my God, is that Yeah. <laughs> is that really you? <laughs> no. Stay out of filters. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Some of them are nice. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes if you wake up and you just want to bless yourself out, you know, you might little get a little, but not to the extent as if your brow, your, you yeah. know, your lips are just, your nose is so thin. It's like, yeah. That you don't actually look like you no, anymore. You and don't. I think that's back to the not liking yourself, isn't it? Because if you can't, I mean, every, nobody's, love seeing pictures of themselves nobody is always that happy about seeing seeing themselves on video or hearing their own voice on this i'll probably listen back to that and go is that really what i sound like but that's what it is it is about liking yourself and being comfortable with yourself isn't it that's it that's easier said than done isn't it that's it isn't it it's very easy for me to sit here and go love yourself but that takes a lot of years of work and practice and comf- being comfortable with it i think mine is more loving myself as all all i've had is myself yeah so you've got to go into yourself and feel like well if that's all i've got is myself mm. i need to love what i got yeah absolutely like i love myself yeah. so i need to get grasp of it girl and you go with it absolutely absolutely <laughs> and it served you well it served you well yeah well i picked up nice friends like you sally oh, sure. but do you think that makes you more authentic as a person if you like yourself do i you sometimes think that makes you more authentic? not really because some people can think you're all good egotistical mm. some people think you're overly confident like who does she think she is yeah so you you, you get that as well like you get people not liking you because you like yourself because yeah. they don't like their selves. So it swings and roundabouts. Sounds it? like a very vicious circle. Swings that, and roundabouts. That's what you just like pay no attention. Yeah. Mine is exactly. tunnel vision. If you want to look at me, you want to hate me, that's your business. Yeah. But for me, I don't care because I'm not even having that energy. No. What did we say? No drama. <laughs> no drama. No I don't drama. want that this energy. This is a drama yeah, freeze. No zone. energy. I just want that 
do me, do what I'm doing and look after yeah. my child. That's my main concern. Absolutely. That's it. And have him flourish, be confident and be loving. There's yeah. nothing worse than that. You know, a loving child shows that you're doing good as a mother. Absolutely. And you've got a lovely boy there. Thank he you, is, Sally. you know, he's just such a... Aisha described Rico, her son, to me as a beautiful soul. And I met him on Sunday and he is just lovely, lovely. I am now officially his auntie, Auntie Sally, another one onto the list. Um, But (laughs) he is genuinely, you can tell you've brought him up really well. Thank you. And he's got a lovely personality. He's a sweetheart. He is a good soul. But that's a reflection on you. Thank you. He he puts me in line, to be fair, you know. Yeah. I can't watch certain films, you know, (laughs) I can't do this. That's got too much blood in there. (laughs) So, yeah, he puts puts the positive in me because don't forget the things that you watch, and that's why kids are so valuable, Mm. know that things will go in your subconscious mind. Yeah, absolutely. So we have to watch peace, love and harmony, which, you know, only so much that will rub off on you, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Iron sharpens iron, they say. You know, you round negative people, it's not long before you're negative. Exactly. So I definitely believe in energy transfer. You do find that though. One of my old bosses used to say that people are either drains or radiators when it comes to energy, which always made me laugh, but honestly. So some people, you spend time with them and you feel... Tired. Exhausted. Yeah, they suck the life out the life out Sucked of you. it out. Or some people are radiators, so they, you up. they pump yeah. out energy and warmth and they glow and you need to be around the radiators, not yes. the drains. Oh, yeah, you go. Sometimes you can walk past someone and go, oh, no, yeah. no, you stay away. Yeah. Yeah, you're very true. I call them vampires, but I do like that word. Yeah, drains. it's like, um, oh, I can't remember what the programme's called. The uh, Oh, What We Do in the Shadows. Have you ever watched that? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a comedy programme about uh, a house full of vampires who live in, I think it's in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, but one of the vampires in the house called Colin Robinson is a guy who used to work in IT and he's like a very dull man and he's an energy vampire. So anyone who spends any time in Colin Robinson's presence, they just... Just the life is sucked out of them. He doesn't need to suck their blood. He just sucks the life out of them just by by boring them into into submission. It's honestly, it's really funny. It's well worth that watching. sounds real life, doesn't it? Yeah. You can speak to some people and they're just living in the past. Yeah. Blah, did he blah, did he blah, did he blah. And I'm like, well, what's going on tomorrow? But the past and the. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you've got to live in the past, you ain't got no future. And I, and you, I think it's important to remember where you've come from and your experiences that you've had in your life shape you. Of course. Massively. But you can't just go back in the day when everything, <laughs> back in the 1980s when everything was perfect. Yeah. I'm sorry, everything wasn't perfect. Yeah. I lived through the 1980s. Yeah. There were good things and there were bad things. Yeah. Just as there are today, they're different mm. and the world's different. But it's about... You know, as you say, thinking about what's, how do you move forward from here? What's the next step? What's the next exciting thing on the journey? Things are changing. Yeah. So you've got to get with it. You've got to be adaptable. There's, the shops are now shutting. There's more things online. Exactly. The world (laughs) is... The world's unrecognisable compared to what it was 20 years ago, isn't it? Completely. You know, if if you stay in the past, you won't adapt the future. No. But what I like is, I like having a... Actions. So 
whenever we meet we always mm. go right what are we both going to do till next time we yeah, meet we and do. I love that so I'm going to do this you're going to do th- I'm going to do these three things you're going to do these three yeah, things and let's do. talk about them when we next meet and we it's do. exciting because it gives you gives you a sense of purpose doesn't it and, and I think that's what builds your confidence yeah having a sense of purpose if you've got nothing to do all day you ain't going to be happy no Sally, exactly are you going to be depressed you're going to have anxiety you're going to have all yeah. these things on top of nothing and I do think that I think it's often a problem with older people as well when they've given up work that they their existence has been all around that job mm. that is their personality or about bringing up their kids and when they've left work and the kids have left home they don't know what to do with themselves and some people take up hobbies mm. or get involved in volunteer work but other people just feel disappointed in life because Mm. they expect life to happen to them Mm. and actually you've got to take an active role in your own life you you've got to take responsibility for your own destiny because nobody else is going to do it for you that's what i I create your own destiny yeah absolutely not just go with the i know you can go with the flow as well yeah but actually you've got and 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 see the progress that you've made which i try and i find that very difficult especially when you want to get straight to the finish line yeah (laughs) and we're all impatient aren't we sometimes you've got to go through a lot of long and tedious and boring steps to get where you want but it's breaking it down isn't it and going right today i'm going to do this tomorrow i'll do yeah, that it's true if that doesn't and it's it's not being afraid to experiment and try different things and sometimes what you try first doesn't work but mm. let's let's tweak it let's try it again let's mm. do a different version and we'll get there eventually or maybe we need to go down a different path but right. if you don't try anything you'll never know will you do you know they say the biggest well, i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you this where do you think the biggest regrets are in the whole the whole world well it's certainly not regretting uh i didn't spend enough time at work or i didn't spend enough i think it's not spending enough time with friends and family maybe the biggest dreams where's the biggest dreams that haven't fulfilled themselves i think it's that dream of independence and creating something for yourself true but what i meant to ask is the funeral, the burial ground has the biggest dreams where people died uh, with all their vision. out of pockets. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't, because of what people thought and what they think and their family thoughts, they died with a lot of regrets. Yeah. I wish I'd done this. Yeah. 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 And often people regret the things that they didn't do rather than the things that they did do. I think our brain is easy to pick up more negative things than positive yeah. things. And I think people... People are scared to try things. And I understand it because it can be really scary doing something different. But they're they're scared to follow the dreams in case it doesn't go right. (laughs) But not everything in life does go right. (sighs) But if you don't don't try and um, follow your dreams, then it's definitely not going to happen, is it? A lot of people can talk about things, we're not putting it in gear. Yeah. So we like to see doers, not just talkers. Yeah. Do you know? There's a saying, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Ooh, that's power. I think that's um, someone called, I think it was Wayne Gretzky who's a, uh, an NHL hockey player in the wow. States. But it's good, isn't it? Wow. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah, so you powerful. don't try, you won't get anywhere. It's true. If you try, you might only get there true. one time in 100, but you've still got a lot more chance of getting there than if you don't even true. take that shot. And they say if you try, you're more likely to get there if you don't quit, which yeah. makes sense, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But you've got to try in the first place. Oh, sometimes it's hard taking your own advice, though. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm the great. Uh, do you know what? I'm brilliant at dishing out advice. I don't always take my own medicine, but I'm really good at. But that girl also goes back to sometimes we are really harsh on ourselves. Very. So that negative self-talk that we've all got, we've all got that little voice in our heads that going, oh, you're an idiot. Oh, you got that wrong. You shouldn't ever do anything ever again. We were talking about that with Mark and Joel. Yeah. About, weren't we? And I've had, do you know, I've spoken with about five or six different people in the last week and we've all talked about how being kind to yourself and mm. that positive self-talk is really, really important because I know for a fact I'm much meaner to myself than I'm to my friends. So yeah. I'll say things to myself or I will put expectations on myself that I wouldn't dream of putting on you mm. or any of my other friends. I don't give myself a break enough sometimes. And I'm I think you see that. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people are like that though. We're, we're our own worst critics, aren't mm. we? Yeah, we are. I think we expect so much for ourselves. Yeah. I know why I do like... My friend will sit there and say, but you've just done this, you just, and I'm like, oh yeah, but I've still got this and this and this and this and this and yeah. this and that too. You focus on what you've not achieved yet rather than what yeah. you have achieved. Well, we should be congratulating where we are. Yeah. Yeah. I think taking time sometimes just to write down what you've actually done mm. and just think back, what have I done in the last month, in the last three months, in the last six months, in the last year? Mm. And you forget about a lot of the things you've done. Mm, you do comes that is is that because it's a subconscious or you expect to or because i think maybe it's because we focus on again it's that negative self-talk isn't it you focus Mm. on on what you haven't achieved and what you've missed out on and it's that being your own harshest critic rather than being your own cheerleader scary isn't it yeah yeah so maybe we should all commit to Every every week, just writing down three things that we've done that are good, no matter how small they are. It could be I made the greatest cheese on toast on the in the world, or I made somebody smile in the street, or just even a tiny little thing. It doesn't have to be doesn't have to be a big thing. I had a I had a chat with a lady at the bus stop, and it you know probably made a day. You know those like kind that. of things. Yeah, well, yeah even if it's not I I created an app because. You can create an app, not all of us can do that. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be a massive thing. It's just congratulating yourself or recognising your own achievements mm. and things you've done, whether it's how you made somebody else feel, whether it's actually tackling something you really didn't want to do. Mm. It might be tidying your spare bedroom up or... Oh, God. <laughs> God, I've got one of those. Oh, but, God. Or, you know, making a phone call you really didn't want to make or, you know, sorting out that box of paperwork that's sitting under your desk I'm not looking at anybody apart from myself here <laughs> but it's it's just sometimes tackling those things and then yeah, you're recognizing right. you've done them I've done that I did yeah. yeah it's true it's true it's true it's funny because you said to me <coughs> why don't you post some things on yeah. LinkedIn you know just to uh, get yourself out there and make, yeah. just show the little things that you've done and I've been doing it and the response I've been getting is so, it's been very good. So, yeah. thank you. Sally. I think if you, you're welcome. I think if you do it in the right way, which you have done, it's not been in a rah, 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 look at me. It's mm. been a, you know, I'm taking stock of what I've done. This is part of my journey. This is what I've done so far. And it's, it's really authentic. And I think that's why you've had a positive reaction. Thank you. And I think when you do things and you're not doing them, in a way that puts other people down. Mm. I think that's really, really important, isn't it? 
do you know what? Sometimes I could do things, and maybe that's some a bit selfish, and you don't think about anybody else. <laughs> no, no. You're just thinking about what you're trying to do. Do yeah. you know what I mean? You don't think about, oh, what is that? Oh, does that person feel upset? But you just do it. Yeah. It can be. It's back to being in your own little bubble, isn't it? And sometimes mm. it's quite good to be in your own bubble, but sometimes it's interesting to think about what you're doing and how it impacts on other people. Yeah. But that can be a really positive thing. Yeah. Because actually, you know, when you're doing something that it might have a knock-on effect on four or five different people. It's true. But do you know what's funny? I've got some really rich friends that are literally in their bubble mm. to the extent of they don't even know that there's gas and electric bills gone up. They don't yeah. know there's homeless people. And yeah. I'm like, wow, are you that much in a bubble? I know. It's Crazy. quite... It's quite shocking, isn't it, that some people are really insulated from what's going on in the on the rest of the world but i think it depends on what your social circle's like as well isn't it i think yeah, my social circle is circle. really varied really mixed i've got yeah. people from a really wide variety of I've got careers the, and backgrounds and i know you yeah, have as yeah yeah well. but these are yeah they're very high up so they don't know they no. just fly here there they're here yeah they don't know about them things and I was surprised yeah that no one knows that we've got gas and electric in the it's, quite hard, out there. it's quite hard not to know isn't it because there's uh, there's a lot of it about wow. yeah I'm like wow I maybe I'm gonna go in your bubble oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh yeah so uh, maybe we should um time to cut it off i reckon i know well as we said we could be here until we could uh, chucking us out and locking the doors and we'll be here overnight (laughs) (laughs) we can have a sleepover at revolution radio (laughs) but yes guys we're back and thank you for listening to me because i know it's been a long time and i just want to thank you guys for your support also as well and thank sally as well because she's the best and if you have got any businesses or if you want to contact Sally, where do they contact you, Sally? Best place to find me is on LinkedIn. So if you look up Sallywood Consultancy, I'm the one with the uh, the smiley face and the glasses, so you can't miss me. <laughs> she's the best guy. She'll give you good advice as well, and she knows what she's talking about. So it's Thank good you. to have a nice person that wants your best interest, not just for your money. So Sally is the lady. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. You're welcome, my lovely.